Welcome into another episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. And in this episode, we will be taking a look at the upcoming Sunday night showdown between the Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. It is now going to be week three. We're recording this on Thursday night. The Thursday night football game between the Panthers and the Texans concluded. The Panthers winning that one. So that started week three. And later on in week three, it'll be the matchup that I just mentioned a little bit ago, the Packers and the Niners. Packers coming in the game one and one. Uh, first week, they didn't play so well against the Saints, uh, to say the least. And then they rebounded against the Lions on Monday Night Football, which Mark, who's on this podcast, a reoccurring guest, and myself went to that game with another reoccurring guest, um, Nate, uh, who's a big Badger guy and big sports guy, big NFL guy, uh, he was there too. Um, so it was great uh, atmosphere there, great game for the Packers, and uh, awesome game plan that they had, and they executed it uh, great um, in the game. Uh, and then the Niners, uh, the 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 guest, the new guest that we'll have be having on the podcast, Nathaniel, he's a big Niners fan. His Niners are two and zero. They are third. They're 2-0 and in their third in their division. That's just how stacked their division is. The NFC West, the Packers are 1-1, and they're first in their division. So that kind of goes to show you, I know it's early, but just kind of the records and the placement in the divisions. Um, the NFC North, I think, is still a, a, a pretty strong division, but it's w- way less strong than the uh, NFC West. So now we'll bring in our guests, uh, Mark Trunk and Nathaniel. So we'll welcome in Nathaniel. Nathaniel, you are welcome on the podcast any anytime, and uh, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Adam. Uh, this is very exciting. What do they say? Um, long-time listener, first-time caller, right? So <laughs> um, happy to be on. Thanks for having me. Very, very excited about the big game. Um, and yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm uh, there's a lot of lot of ways to look at it and dissect it. I'm sure we'll go over that stuff, but looking forward to it. Yeah, and and Mark, uh, recurring guest, welcome to the show. Thank you, Adam. Yes, of course. And we we have this matchup, and I'll I'll, I'll go over some points of of interest uh, before we dive deeper into it. So, the Packers in recent years, when they go to Santa Clara in San Francisco, they they don't play so well, and they they didn't play so well uh, a few years ago in the NFC Championship game, and I think they had a game uh, uh, either last year or the year before a regular season game that that they lost, um, and or no they they won that game actually on on uh, yeah. th- on Thursday night yeah. football. In 20, yeah, in twenty nineteen they lost twice to the Niners in Santa Clara. Um, they got kind of blow, blown out both times, uh, but then last year. Believe they played in Santa Clara again. Um, yep. Yeah. And but that was, you know, they they kind of trounced them, a very injured Niners team. They were playing a lot of, lot of a lot of second stringers there. Everyone that played the Niners last year was playing a lot of second stringers. So yeah, and and like you said, uh, Packers kind of struggle in Santa Clara. Although last year, on I believe that was a Thursday night football game, they did very well against the Niners and. Uh, p- played played uh, great football, although, like you mentioned, Nathaniel, the Niners were very injured and, and things like that. So the Packers, 
their defense is going to be a, a defense, and I think that um, Aaron Nagler of Cheesehead TV put put it very very well. Uh, I'm a big fan of of his work at Cheesehead TV, and I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said the Packers are a team that needs to get up early, and then they need their defense to kind of get some turnovers, things like that. They're not a team that's built around their defense. They're, they're a team that's built around their offense, and they get up to a lead, ideally going into the game, and then they they, they let their defense kind of, I guess you could say a, a saying is they, they, they pin their ears back and they get after the quarterback, and uh, they maybe get some turnovers uh, out of it. So that's kind of how they're built. And they're they're built around the offense, like I mentioned, and they're going to be going up against a really good and talented defense. I mean, the Niners were injured a lot last year, and this year they're they're back healthy for the most part. And you can just see the amount of of talent that they have on that side of the ball. They got Nick Bosa, they got Fred Warner, two two of the premier players on defense in the NFL, and then they have some other guys too that are they're very high level players. And uh, th- they'll be looking to get after Aaron Rodgers, put some pressure on him. And uh, they're also built around the run. Their offense is, is dedicated on on run first, and then they kind of go play action off that uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo. So uh, they're a team that kind of plays ball control, and uh, that, that's a team that, you know, when you play the Packers, that's what you want to do. Uh, the, the Lions kind of did it against the Packers. Uh, for a little bit um, on Monday Night Football, but obviously the Packers pulled away uh, handily at the end. But first half, they were kind of limiting the possessions of the Packers, but then the Packers kind of, you know, as they say, that the, the the cream rises to the top. Um, it's, as far as a team that's supposed to win, they, they ended up winning. So, uh, Nathaniel, I, I guess we'll start with you. What are your thoughts uh, heading, heading into this game? Yeah, I mean, it's... It's going to be exciting. It's um, it's the 49ers home opener, right? So, um, you know, I think everybody kind of experiences that this year. It's been home openers are a little bit more special than any year before with, with COVID and fans not being in the, uh, you know, in attendance. Um, you know, I was going to wait to talk about this, but say what you will. You know, it, it remains to be seen what Jimmy Garoppolo is going to show up. There's always good Jimmy and bad Jimmy. Um you can't really quantify any sort of like stat like this, but in primetime games, it just seems since Jimmy has come to San Francisco, when healthy, um, you know, he really thrives on, on that moment and, and the crowd, um, you know, that might end up aside from the ankle injuries and what he went through last year. Um, I think honestly, fans not being there, really affected his performance too. I think he's somebody that feeds off the crowd. So it's going to be super exciting. Um, you know, I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting that the 49ers defense is, is for the most part healthy with the exception of, uh, the cornerbacks, which when you're playing Aaron Rodgers, is obviously very important. Um, I think that's a huge, uh, opportunity for the Packers if the 49ers front seven um, can't get to Aaron Rodgers, which, you know, in 2019, uh, those two games that they played in Santa Clara, the Rodgers didn't have time to breathe, right? I mean, the, the front seven was was all over. Um, 
it's going to be a long night for him again if, if the Packers' offensive line can't stop them. Um, but if, if they can, uh, you know, Rodgers can – I think Rodgers has a great opportunity to carve up um, – cover up the secondary josh norman if you remember him is is probably going to be a starting cornerback um just it's kind of a war of attrition uh when it comes to our cornerbacks we have a rookie uh, that we drafted this year i believe in the gosh i'm gonna get this wrong i want to say the fourth or fifth round his name is diamador lenore he's been starting um again due to injury emmanuel mosley uh there is a chance that he can play he would be a, a starting quarter cornerback um that would be good news, but he's he's kind of day to day with a knee. He hasn't played yet this year, um, and Jason Verrett tore his Achilles uh, week one against the Lions. So, um, you know, we'll see. But I mean, obviously, Devontae Adams is arguably the best receiver in the league. Um, that's a tall task. It hasn't worked out for him, you know, in the past, just because the front seven's been able to get to Rodgers. But um, you know, if that doesn't happen, it's 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 anybody's game. That's for sure. Yeah, and like you're mentioning, go ahead, Mark. Before I move on, uh, just real quick, is it, we hear tons of people in the media. They want Trey Lance. They want Trey Lance. Are you okay right now with Jimmy being the guy? What do you think it would take for Jimmy to not be the starter? Do you think he would have to get injured, or do you think he would just have to play really I badly? I saw they put. You know, I saw they put in Trey Lance briefly, uh, week one, but yeah, what do you right, think, right away with the Trey Lance questions. Um, so, yeah. you know, I think everyone thought when they drafted Trey and obviously given the fact that they went up and, you know, mortgaged the farm, basically, um, they, it was it was easy to assume that Jimmy was on his way out, right? They shot pretty much every quarterback. They wanted Stafford. They wanted Watson. They wanted Rodgers, and they made no secret about it. Um, but then when that stuff wasn't going to happen, it, it's it, they said, you know, we're going to stick with Jimmy, and, and Trey will come along, kind of like how, you know, Pat Mahomes sat or whatever behind Alex Smith. Um, I think a lot of people in the media didn't want to believe it, and there was constant trade talk. If you're a 49ers fan, that was every day in the summer. There was there was talk about what's what's going on. Um, but listen, until Jimmy plays a bad, you know, a terrible game, and I think the first two games, certainly against Detroit, he was pretty good. He was serviceable against Philly. Um, wasn't great against Philly. The the defense kept us in that game, but um, he's on a short leash. But also Trey Lance hasn't really shown that he's going to take the job from Jimmy either, you know? So um, I, I don't think, I think if it was obvious, I think the 49ers maybe wanted Trey Lance to show that he was going to take the job from Jimmy and it didn't happen. So, um, you know, say what you will again about uh, Jimmy Garoppolo when, when he's healthy and he's in the 49ers win games, he doesn't always have the best stats. Um, but you know, the biggest stat is, is your win loss record and, there, there's just no arguing his one loss record. So until until he can't support that anymore, I think he's our starter. Makes sense. Yeah, and I think that, um, you know, Trey Lance is a quarterback that kind of fits the the mold for, for what, you know, Kyle Shanahan's looking for. Obviously, that's why they went up and got him. And he wants, you know, Trey Lance is a good quarterback. He's talented. Um, but I think he's also a quarterback that kind of, also, along with his talent, he needs a good system. 
And, you know, Kyle Shannon's a fantastic play caller offensively. That's what his strong suit is. And then he has a pretty good defense. Usually, obviously, they lost Robert Sala, um, their, you know, star defensive coordinator from the, you know, past few years to, to, to New York. But still, th- their defense, obviously, coordinator matters, but they still have talent. So, I mean, just their ta- talent in and of itself should get them to playing good good defense no matter who the cor- corner coordinator is. And the, the new coordinator is probably very talented too. So, um, But I think two matchups to, to watch in this game, at least from my standpoint, and then may- maybe I'll let you guys um, kind of chime in with your thoughts, is the Niners, I think, hopefully for you know me and Mark and Packer fans around the world, um, hopefully this doesn't happen, but I think, George Kittle's kind of started this year kind of, you know, not not great so far. And I don't know how much of that is game plan, game flow, whatever. Are they down? Are they up in the game? A lot of that comes into it. But he hasn't had, you know, the start to the year that a lot of people, um, especially, you know, people that play fantasy football are looking for. So I think uh, he's he's had big games in the past when when he's played it in, in uh, San Fran against the Packers. So I think that's a, a matchup to watch and also the Packers. It's been well documented there. I mean, I haven't really looked at it recently, but I think a few years ago, a lot of people, a lot of the, the talking point is they don't do well against the tight end. They don't do well against the tight end. Um, so we'll see what happens there. And then also another thing is the Niners running game, because I know a lot of their 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 game plan revolves around the running game. But unfortunately for them, some of their running backs that, that are in there have gotten hurt. And I think that Elijah Mitchell should be able to go in this game, although he's been banged up. So um, I guess what are your guys' thoughts? Um, I guess, Nathaniel, we'll start with you. Yeah, so the George Kittle thing is interesting. I actually put down, I mean, he hasn't had a very, I mean, numbers-wise, it's not, it's it's early, you know, obviously. But, um, you know, George Kittle's best stats have been in the, the run-blocking game so far this year. Um, but I put down there as far as like pros for the 49ers offense, uh, it could be a pro, it could be a con. He has, he has yet to go off. Right. But it seems like what better time to go off, uh, than your home opener against the Packers defense that, yeah, traditionally isn't very good against certainly against George Kittle in those games. Um, and I think part of the reason George Kittle is able to put up such big stats is because his quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo, who, you know, doesn't really take a lot of deep shots downfield and you know what better comfort blanket than than Kittle right so um you know that being said uh an intro you know also to getting a little off topic but Debo Samuel has the most receiving yards in the NFL right now 282 yeah he's he's got a great start yeah yeah 18 18.8 yards per catch now again that those aren't long bombs those are Debo getting it you know 10 to 15 yards out and um you know him and George are the Yak brothers. They're the yards after catch. That's that's yeah. in any Shanahan offense. That's where a lot of that you know yardage comes from. Um, but uh, Brandon Ayuk has been largely absent. Uh, there's rumors he's in the doghouse and whatever. Um, but Debo has been really the only threat um, worth talking about. So if the Packers can shut him down, um, who who do you think will be covering Debo? Well, I I don't know what. Uh... It's, I think it's maybe a little too early to tell with the uh, New Packers defensive coordinator. I know, so Jair, Jair Alexander is, of course, their best cornerback, and it would make sense for him to follow Debo the whole game, but 
uh, we saw some times where Dyer was in the slot, and sometimes they were playing outside in the first few games. So, is Kevin I mean, Kevin King is he a quarterback cornerback? Yeah, Kevin King is a cornerback. Yeah, he's yeah, put, he's put definitely him on, a good put him on oh. Tebow. <laughs> uh, no, Nate, we don't want that. Want um, yeah, I mean, if, if if Jair can shut him down, um, then Kittle is gonna have to have a big game because it doesn't seem like the uh, the connection between Ayuk and Garoppolo is there this year. Again, it's early. Um, but we'll see. I mean, that's that's a big thing. Debo is a playmaker. Like he's just, he's one of my favorite players. Um, you know, but certainly on the team in the last five ten years, he's just he's just a beast when he gets his when he gets the ball in his hand. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see how that goes. I think Kittle's going to have a big game. Adam, what was your other point here? I, I apologize, I forgot. Uh, I was I was looking at the the uh, Niners running backs. Oh yes. Um, you know, the, that's the yes, we're pretty banged up. Um, the uh, Elijah Mitchell, I think you're right, Adam. I think he will play from uh, he didn't practice today, but it, it sounds like that's just more out of precaution. Um, and it actually does sound like um, Trey Sermon will play. Um, he's still in concussion protocol, but uh, Shanahan in his press conference today or yesterday, whenever it was, kind of made it seem like he was coming along pretty good um so hopefully those are good i you know it's hard with any shanahan system it's hard to gauge not that i don't think raheem mostert is great and um jeff wilson jr who's on ir he'll be back not that he's great but i really do think with the linemen we have offensively and the play calling schemes that shanahan has i think you can plug and play a lot of running backs into a system and and they should be able to to have success um you know, especially going up against the, the Packers D, which traditionally against the Niners has not been great in the run game. Um, you that's know, that's an understatement. <laughs> uh, that's 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 an opportunity. Um, you know, ad- additionally, though, I would say for the Packers, the, the Niners defense has not been very stout in the first two games. I think they're giving up. Um, what do they have here? Five point two yards per carry. Um, the Detroit game, Javon Kinlaw was out. That's their big middle uh, interior defensive lineman that they drafted uh, to replace DeForest Buckner, which is still just seems like a huge mistake. They kept Eric Armstead instead. He has not had the year that he had in 2019. Um, but Javon Kinlaw is serviceable. And at the Philly game last week, he definitely showed up. He was healthy, and he made a difference with some big plays. So, um you know, I think Aaron Jones has a big opportunity, too. If the Niners, you know, hopefully Javon Kinlaw, you know, his presence hopefully will, if you're a Niners fan, will kind of tighten that up. Um, but, you know, we just, there's no way around it stat-wise. We haven't had a start, you know, defensively like we would want against the run. So. Well, I mean, that's, that's one of the things I think is key is probably for both offenses and going back a little bit to the 49ers, I think the Packers are much better off if they can get the Niners in third and, you know, third and eight, third and nine, third and ten. You know, I think Jimmy is really good in those situations where it's, you know, third and three, third and four, he can do play action to get out. It opens up so much more versus if he's got to sit back there and 
wait for long developing routes against, you know, if, if Jair's got Debo locked, then he might not have tons of times. I'd say get the Diners, be good on first and second down. And same thing for the Packers. I mean, you don't want it where it's third and long or, you know, second and long and then Bosa just blitz you and go to yeah. town. Well, um, here's so here's we'll here's my question happen. for you, Packer, uh, the Packer fans, um, and for you guys here. You're exactly right, Mark. I think, um, you know, you, you getting the 49ers ideally in a third and long, you know, that's that's not good for for most Jimmy Garoppolo offenses. I think, but what do you think, given your um, previous two games? What do you think the chances of the Packers' defense in front seven getting to Jimmy are? I would say the 49ers are easily going to be the best team that they have faced so far this season. Yeah, I think I, I think looking at it, they're going to need Rashawn Gary, who's who's been who's been a, a pass rushing you know threat in the past um, to show well and do well in this matchup. Um, Preston Smith has had some plays. I think Monday night he had a few plays um, where he got some pressure on on Jared Goff and, and things like that. So I think that those two specifically are going to need to bring it. Um, obviously, unfortunately, Zadarius Smith um, is on IR. He's, he'll be back. It sounds like in a in a you know not so long, but I don't think he's going to play in this matchup against the Niners. So that'll that'll hurt the Packers. Um, Kenny Clark is very good defensive tackle wise. Um, but he's more of a, you know, he's more of a defensive tackle. I mean, he gets, you know, pressures, but it's not, it's not always, he's more of a player that, that kind of sets things up for other players. And he, he does a very good job at that. And he's one of the best at it. And they, they paid him, they paid him like, so, um, you know, a few seasons ago or whenever it was, yeah. he, they, they got his, they gave him an extension. So he's, he's a very good player, but I think, Looking at it, they're going to need those two, Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary, to bring it. Um, I think Devondre Campbell, the middle linebacker, is going to be tasked a lot with um, shadowing George Kittle. Um, Campbell's got some speed. He's not like, you know, I think Fred Warner's got really good speed for uh, Nathaniel, you and your Niners. Um, he's, he doesn't have Fred Warner speed or, or Raquan Smith of the Bears speed, but he's got some speed, so he might be able to, to do okay against Kittle. Um, but I, I just think that it'll be up to those, those two players uh, in particular, Mark, Mark, uh, what's your take? Yeah, I agree. I mean, the Niners, I'm just looking at, they have really good offensive tackles. Uh, Trent Williams, Mike McClinchy, they're really solid. They might have to send pressure, you know, they might have to send safeties and, and cornerbacks. Nathaniel would know more than I would, but, I don't know if Jimmy G is super mobile, so and if you can give him off his spot, you know he's not going to be like Lamar Jackson where he'll torture, you know, by running around and stuff. But, um, yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for is that they're they're blitzing if they're not getting there, and hopefully they don't wait too late to do it. Yeah, if you're, I think if you're a Niners fan, that's one of the matchups you're most excited about. Uh, I would never say that we have like a top five offensive line or anything like that. I do think we have the best offensive lineman in, in football, uh, Trent Williams. I think even like pro football focused numbers would, would support that. Um, but there is opportunity to get after Jimmy. Um, you mentioned Mike McGlinchey. He is a, if you're a 49er fan, he is a um, 
there's a lot, lot of love hate for Mike McGlinchey. He's an excellent run blocker. Um, he is terrible in the pass game. Um, uh, pass pass blocking. Yep. So whoever is going to be going up against him, there's always that's always um, you know we're always biting our biting our fingernails on that. Um, but you know. At the end of the day, again, it's early in the season, but the Packers are dead last in sacks. You guys have one. Um, the Niners have five. Um, so that's going to, you know, that's going to matter. Um, we'll see again if, if the 49ers front seven can get after Rodgers. Obviously, that's that's going to be huge. If the Packers front seven can get after Jimmy, um, that's going to be huge. Um, but I think going into that, just based off how the season has gone so far, when you're looking at the Packers D, D front seven versus the Niners O line versus the 49ers, you know, D front seven versus the Packers line. I think you have to be kind of pretty stoked about that matchup if you're a Niners fan. Yeah, I would say the Niners have better uh, linemen on both sides of the ball, and I'd say Packers have better, better receivers and cornerbacks. But of yeah. course, it doesn't matter if you can't protect the quarterback or protect the quarterback. Sure. Yeah. John Lynch did a hell of a job building that team as far as the front sevens. And they're good. I mean, I guess maybe I'm putting the curve before the horse here, Nate. Do you think this Niner team is Super Bowl caliber? Or is it too early to tell? Um... No, I don't think they are. Uh, um, just because I think you, you think of the teams you're going to have to go through. Um, and I just don't see any way. Let's say that they are able to, you know, Adam talked about it, the NFC West, you know, with everyone, well, the Seahawks should be 2-0. They totally let that game against the Titans slip away. Um, yeah. But it's a very tough division. Um, and honestly, I just think the Niners, you know, we'll see how the Seahawks turn out, but I'm not, I'm not so sure that they're not the weakest team in that division. I, I really hate Cliff Kingsbury. I don't, I don't value his coaching very much. I I think that, (laughs) I think that the Cardinals will start out hot like they did last year and, you know, maybe fall by the wayside, but maybe not. I mean, Kyler Murray's playing out of his mind right now. Um, but there's no doubt, you know, Stafford, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Jimmy G, you know, if you, if you line the, if you, if you can take those quarterbacks in any sort of order, um, I don't know how many people aren't selecting Jimmy G last. Right. So, um, I just don't think a, that we're going to get out of the division, you know, in first place, which is huge. And I don't really see anyone beating Tampa. And so, yeah, I uh, think, I think uh, a X factor for you, and I agree with what you're saying, uh, Nathaniel. I mean, the the Rams, the Cardinals, and the Seahawks are, are fantastic teams, um, and it's a great division. Um, I think the X factor for your Niners is your defense against those quarterbacks. I think if you guys can get in games, you'll be playing them twice a year, like every division team. You know, the division teams play each other. Your defense is gonna it's gonna fall a lot on your defense and. Um, obviously, those are talented offenses with talented quarterbacks. But I think um, if you could maybe you know win some of those games and, and and win the other games on your schedule, 
um, you get a real shot to to make the playoffs, even as a wild card team. And then, I mean, as they say, once you get in, anything can happen. Um, but I agree with what you a lot of what you're saying too, with with um, you know strong offenses and the strong quarterbacks and, and everything else. Yeah, and I think like for the Packers too, I think they're very much in the same boat as the 49ers. Like, you know, let's say that the Packers play every team like they did Detroit, right? Um, it doesn't matter what the opponent; they just bring it. They have awesome offensive showing, um, and Aaron Rodgers is, is the Aaron Rodgers of the last 16 years or whatever. You still have to get past Tampa, right? And right. you're going to have to get through some NFC West team, most likely. Um, and can you do that? Maybe. I don't know. But, you know, it, I've, man, you, the Packers really had a good chance last year in that Tampa Bay game um, and could have get it done. And, you know, if they go up against this year, the way they started again, it's so early, you know, who knows what's going to, Tom Brady could break his leg the next game. Yeah. And, and, and that's just it. We, we don't know. I mean, he, heaven forbid, nobody gets injured, but injuries are injuries are the unfortunate reality of the game that happen. So we don't know about injuries and how that could affect things. So, um, all right, well, we're, we're almost running out of time here. Um, we got a quick prediction for, for us three, Nathaniel, we'll start with you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just don't know. I'm going to say um, the last couple times, when they played in 2019, both times I thought the Packers were going to win. So I'm going to do all the Packer fans in the world a favor here. I'm going to pick the Niners. I think that their defensive front seven is is going to do enough, um, cause enough sacks. I think Rodgers is still going to have a pretty good day. Um, but I really don't think, and I'm probably jinxing this, but I really just don't have any confidence in the Packers front seven to get after Garoppolo. Yep. Um, if that happens, I don't think the Niners have a chance, but but I don't think that's going to. So We'll be back um, with Mark's prediction after this. Welcome back to... The edition of Big A Sports Show for the Packers 49ers preview uh, with Nathaniel and Mark. Um, I'm your host, Adam Manhandle. And all you listeners out there, I know that we have we we abruptly ended the, the last segment. My apologies there. Um, but uh, there, there's certain there's certain time lengths um, that, that you have to abide by. So um, we, we had to kind of do what we can and, and do a new segment, finishing up with the uh, predictions um, for the game. So Nathaniel, I kind of cut you off short there. My apologies there um, with your prediction, okay. but I'll, I'll let you finish and then I'll, I'll give my prediction as well as Mark's. So go ahead, Nathaniel. As, as important as my prediction is, it's not as important as paying the bills. So I understand cutting to the ads there. So, um, but yes, I think, um, <laughs> Well, I was just saying, I, I, you know, we'll see how it goes, but I, I think everything really rides on the front seven for both teams. And I just, at the end of the day, the Niners, I truly believe, have one of the best front sevens um, in the league when healthy. Um, and I think they're going to be able to get after Rodgers. And until I see it, I just, I'm, I'm just not that concerned with the Packers front seven getting to getting to Garoppolo. I think. It's the home opener. Santa Clara is going to be just crazy. Uh, the players are going to be amped, and I think they do just enough to get by. Um, and I think 49ers win 31, Packers 23. Mark, go ahead. 
All right. Um, yeah, I agree with uh, Nathaniel. This is a kind of a, a matchup I was dreading uh, when I saw the schedule come out of Sunday night at the uh, San Francisco and all some of the past games have gone. I mean, it's it's hard to say what what the Packers' defense will be like. This isn't a high-powered attack as far as their passing game, but we saw in the Saints game, they really struggled against a good offensive line and a physical offensive line and running game, and I think Kyle Shannon has the edge as far as uh, out-scheming Joe Barry, so I think, unfortunately, that will be um, tough for the Packers. It's going to come down to who can get red zone scores and who can prevent turnovers. Uh, Packers has some killer turnovers in the first game, which was a big part of their demise. And then they were able to get some turnovers against the Lions, or, uh, yeah, against the Lions on Monday night. But I, if you're asking me what my heart says, it says, of course, the Packers. But my brain says it will be a Niner victory. I'm going to say probably like 27, 21 Niners. Um, I just think that, especially, and I don't know if we talked about it or not, but uh, Elton Jenkins, the Packers' best offensive lineman, might not be playing, and he's not playing. It's going to be a long, long day against uh, Nick Bosa and them. So I'll go with the Niners, twenty-seven, twenty-one. You guys make great points, awesome points. I agree with a lot of what you guys are saying, and this isn't this prediction comes out of no bias towards the Packers. I'm just predicting what I think. I think Packers are going to win. I, but I think it's going to be tough, Nathaniel. I really think it's going to be tough. It's going to be a game that is going to be one um, last possession. Packers, it's going to be whoever gets the ball that last. And if the Packers are going to have it last, and they're going to drive down against a very stingy Niners defense, and they're going to get it done. Although I could very easily see Nathaniel, your Niners winning, I think that there's a lot, a lot of the what's leading up to the game allows, you know, not allows for it to happen because the Niners are very good, not, they're you know, taking nothing away from them, but kind of they're they're at home, they got a really good defense, they, they could give Rogers problems, everything that 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 that's there, um, but I, I just think that the Packers, Rogers, I think he has a really good game, uh, Devonte Adams, I think has a nice game. And uh, I, I just think that the Packers are going to win. I think a weak spot and a spot that scares me is the Packers' defense against the Niners. But I think that they do just enough to get the job done. And side note here, Packers have played at Santa Clara a lot. Oh, you know, the schedule makers, Nathaniel, love love having the, having the Niners host the Packers game. So uh, we'll we'll have to see. We'll have to see if maybe in the future, um, you know, that they play more in Green Bay. I I know that where you play isn't you know matters to a point, but you know the play on the field, um, you know, ultimately decides things. And I think that it'll be a good chess match between two offensive-minded head coaches, Matt Lafleur and Kyle Shanahan. You know, Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur comes comes out of the Shanahan coaching tree. Um, so so we'll have to see what happens there. Um, but I think you know the Packers kind of adjusted. They they did what a, a lot of what a lot of Packer fans wanted them to do. All Saints game. They adjusted a little bit in the Monday night game against against the Lions in the second half. Joe Barry 
brought pressure against Goff and and it made it made an impact. So maybe Matt Lafleur was was chatting with Joe Barry and saying we need to bring more pressure more and and that's a lot of what what the Packers previous defenses in the past really don't do. They don't bring a lot of pressure and that 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 hurts them a lot and and everything like that. So I think that you know it's going to be a big game for Kevin King. I mean he struggled a lot in the past and. He's going to need to somehow play good in this game. Um, but I think the Packers win it at the at the buzzer, 31-28. to 28. I think uh, oh. Mason Crosby kicks a game-winning field goal. And uh, Packers travel home with with a smile on their face, and they spoil the Niners' home opener. Um, but that's I my thought. I think that's I think that's very possible. I will say this: there, as some of you guys are hitting the nail on the head with how often they played in Santa Clara, it does seem you know. And last year was like such an outlier. Last year was like a, you know, I just don't you know if you guys killed us last year, but again, there was just nobody on that. Like, yeah, I I I don't really take much into that game either. Right. So my my point is, I think you know, it seems like when both teams are healthy, like they're pretty much going to be for the most part. On Sunday, it seems like you guys are due for for a big win in Santa Clara. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I don't want any hate mail after what I'm about to say, but I'm just glad that if we do have to come visit you guys next year in Lambeau, I'm glad that Jimmy G or whoever is under center for the 49ers might probably not be going up against Aaron Rodgers. So. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, folks. <laughs> I can tell you where to send hate mail if you want to. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a that's a Nate is one to where he does not mind um placing wagers on things and I would I would bet I would I would bet that Nathaniel would take a bet that Rogers will not be the quarterback next year. And I would I would agree with that. Maybe, maybe, maybe Trey Lance, it might be Trey Lance versus Jordan Love next year. Probably. Maybe it'll be maybe it'll be Aaron Rodgers versus Jordan Love next year. <laughs> I don't think I I you know with this whole Rogers situation, and we'll we'll get into this a little bit before we we wrap up because you know Nathaniel you brought up a good point. I just think you know the old saying goes in sports: winning winning kind of cures and hides all the you know if there's anything that's underneath the surface, so to speak, that's that's negative. It kind of it, it's the winning is the best deodorant, so to speak. Um, and, you know, I think that the Packers, they need that. First of all, you know, more times than not, they win the, the division. So they're going to need to do that again this year and um, and, and that. But I think even if, if they win the division, I think that th- they're going to need to win the Super Bowl in order to have any chance of Rodgers staying. I love Rodgers very much. He's a great quarterback. We are, we are far too spoiled as Packer fans to have. The last however many years with Favre and Rodgers, I mean, looking at other franchises that deal with quarterback drama and quarterback uncertainty, we are we are we are spoiled. So we we as Packer fans, as much as we don't want to admit it, probably deserve some quarterback uncertainty coming up, which might happen. I mean, I, I mean, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen with Love. It's not gonna happen with Love because once Love's the starter, he's the guy. He's who they picked. Um, but I think a lot of the listeners out there kind of understand where I'm getting at. I think that you guys know where I'm getting at too. So, um, but I think I think they have to win the Super Bowl even even to have any shot. And even if if they win the Super Bowl, right? I don't know. I, I have no idea 
I mean, the media ta- tells us kind of what's underneath the surface, but we're, we don't talk to Aaron. Nobody really talks directly to Aaron Rodgers consistently. So we, there could be a whole lot of things that we don't even know about. Right. He's, he's such an enigma, right? And I would say to what you're saying, um, you know, you said winning is the best deodorant. Well, you guys won 13 games last year, right? And and then he's you've had the off season that you had with him, so right. it'll be interesting. You know, it it just seems like he wants out, and it, it seems like he's using every you know the Jordan Love thing or whatever. Um, it, it seems like it seems like he's not trying very hard to make this work, so. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, and who knows? If Maybe if you guys win the Super Bowl, maybe he says, yeah, let me finish the career. Maybe he says, hey, I won the Super Bowl with you. Let me go my separate – let me go move someplace warm. Uh, his fiance or whatever is from Oakland. You know, obviously a lot of offseason talk about Denver and stuff like that and, and playing out there. But um, I was just trying to get a rise out of you guys. I was just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's well, speaking of getting a rise, let's all take a uh, revisit to the 49ers Ravens Super Bowl. Oh, um, gosh. And um, talk about the pass interference or, that or, or the, the, the Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl, for heaven's sakes. Oh, God. yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, you um, you're no, driven the stake right through my heart, bringing that up. I'm not going to be able to sleep. It's so late. I was going to go to sleep right after this, and now you're making me think of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll 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 wrap it up on that. Thanks for having me on Big A Sports Show. Excellent show. I love listening to it. Thanks for having a 49er fan on. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, uh, and may the best team win. And um, like I said, either way, whoever wins, I, I don't think they're beating the Bucks this year. But I hope hope uh, whoever does win that they go on to to big Super Bowl aspirations and um, love being on the show. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, of course. And you, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a, a compliment here, Nathaniel. You, you were excellent on this, on this podcast. You were great. You, you definitely are a Niner fan that, that, you know, pretty much, you know, all people I bring on the podcast, you know, are, are excellent. You're, you're, you're really good at, at talking about the Niners and, and football. So credit to you. Appreciate it. Well, uh, thanks again. Um, and you guys take care. We'll yeah. And, and we'll, we'll have to try to have you on future shows. And, uh, also Nathaniel, keep, keep, you know, paying attention for those, for those football previews. I'm, I'm going to try and churn more and more of them out. Cause I love, I love doing those, those previews. So keep, keep an eye out for those and we'll be in, in contact on, on potentially, uh, ha- having you on the show, um, in the future. So, Thanks for having us. Out of curiosity, for fans like myself, where can everyone find Big A Sports Show? They can find it anywhere you get your podcast. So it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Podcasts, it's on all the podcasting services out there. Um, and even if you just search Big A Sports Show in a search bar on your computer, you'll, it'll pop right up and, and you can uh, listen and, and listen to my stuff. So thanks, Nathaniel. Thanks, Adam. Take it easy, Mark. Talk to you guys down the road. Yes. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And that's another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Andel. Thank you, Mark, for joining me. You're welcome. Yes, and we'll we'll look to see what happens in in the game on Sunday Night Football, uh, Packers-Niners, and uh, we'll try to have a recap next week on it and uh, maybe – 
I hope to do a preview to the Sunday games um, as, as well as the Monday night game um, coming up. Uh, I'm going to try my best to, to get it out there for all you listeners, but be paying attention for all the content that I continue to push out for Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Anime Hernando. Have a great rest of your day.